You're listening to Minutia Men. But first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. Opie! On this week of And Friends, we're talking about sexual things. Ooh, sexual things. <laughs> oh, yes. And Florida people. Ooh. And Friends. RadioMisfits.com. I hate this show. <laughs> I love this show. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Yeah, baby. That's my Popeye. That's not bad. Looks like rain. That's that's my Eeyore. Right. Oh my god, we gotta flop one out every show. To your to your Henry Kissinger. Uh, <clears throat> wow, I, I I don't really do these on demand. Okay, just hold so on. you know, <clears throat> to, yeah. Mr. President. Yes, uh, uh, yeah. I think uh, Henry Kissinger is one of those pretty timeless, easy. timeless yeah, classics. It's pretty, and you but, know who doesn't uh, really enjoy the Henry Kissinger? My kids. Really? Yeah. Do, do they know who Henry Kissinger? No, is? they don't. Yeah. The other thing is uh, when they were little. Uh, they loved my voices because I I did. Oh all, yeah, I did Kermit, all, Kermit right? the Frog. Yeah. You know, that's pretty I, good. Yeah, pretty I, good. I had a lot of them. Right. I, you know, and I would throw them out. Um, and when Johnny was two, I think between age two and three, he didn't talk to dad for a whole year. He talked to just yeah. Whoever, you know, what ultimate goofy. Oh, I was just about to do a goofy. <laughs> hill, hill, hill. All right, here's how about my, uh, I, 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 I said, boy. Not bad. Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> yeah. uh. All right, well, thanks for joining us. This has been a Tony Lozano production. Um, uh, but today is a special day. Yeah. We're recording this on the 12th of September, which is the day you'll always remember. Yasmin Bleeth's birthday it's also david stern's yes, birthday I, I am now 56 so i'm closer to closer to my next colonoscopy than i was to yeah. my last colonoscopy you know uh we joke about colonoscopies but i got this letter from my mom <laughs> um uh dear hildegard you had a polyp um oh. if you have uh children brothers sisters and parents they all have inherited this tendency need to get a colonoscopy starting at age 40 how old are you 56. <laughs> have you ever had a colonoscopy? I have not. Didn't you have the 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 sissy colonoscopy or the thing that you just had to put like a sample on a card? The cola guard? Yeah. Yeah, it's still right here. <laughs> it's this box right here. And you haven't done it. There no, you go, You buddy. know how that works? They give you, you've got to like a, attach a contraption to your toilet. You've got to take a poop in a cup. What, what, but you're doing it in your own house. It's not like you have to go to the library and do, do it. That. And then you have to like take a little sample out and you got to mix it up with water yeah. and like, okay, forget and, it. Yeah. I'm going to, I choose cancer. <laughs> I know. I know it's crazy. I just have poop issues. Um, yeah. It's my birthday today and I'm almost, I'm almost embarrassed and humbled. On the way that my family went overboard this morning oh, for my I birthday. Bet. Oh, my Breakfast God. in bed. Well, you know, I, I was awoken by the kids serenading me yeah. with uh -huh. the, the carpenters, you know, and they changed the lyrics to, you've only just begun. Oh, uh, very, very nice. Very nice. Uh, they redecorated my uh, dining room into a, 
like a continental breakfast for a hotel. Oh, very You know when nice. you go to one of those sure, things? They yeah. got the little omelet sure. stand. Yeah, the waffle The thing. big iron industrial waffle things. Wow. Yeah, right. That's nice. They carried me to my car in one of those, remember those things that the pharaohs would ride on? <laughs> sure. Like the course. gold stretcher right. things. It's while they were singing, you <laughs> light up my life. Yeah. So they have been all just over the top. It's, it's all Dave, all yeah. day. It's almost embarrassing. It is almost embarrassing. Uh, now, we, one of my three kids said happy birthday. Actually, she didn't even say happy birthday. We were in the car going to school, and she must have seen it on her Google calendar or whatever. And she said, Dad, it's your birthday. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's that's it. not happy birthday <laughs> no not at all yeah. it's just dad's your birthday and the other one didn't even look up so you know i have had years because uh, i i don't really make a big deal about my birthday um where i don't you know and i say to bridget just don't tell them i'm just curious yeah if they, i just want to know right. and there were a couple of years where the whole day went by and then it was the next day and then because then you know it's almost right. really more joy for me to say absolutely hey, you know what yesterday right. was yeah. it was my birthday right. Right. oh yeah hurt Thank is you a, so much hurt hurt is a much higher <laughs> trump card than the than gratitude yeah. Uh, well, you had a big weekend. You went to the 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 rock and roll Who? You went to the, the that big did. Who show. I yeah. saw the Who, and and I took the whole family because I am a big spender. <laughs> and and you know we how got, much were those tickets? They were six bucks each. <laughs> I got lawn seats, and actually it was a great show. Yeah. Um, and during the during Love Rain or Me, mm-hmm. you know, there's that piano solo at the right. beginning, and it's, it's like it gives you chills. Yeah, right. And then right when that, you know, dun, 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 and then at right. the end of it, rain started coming down. How did they do that? I know. They <laughs> must have paid a fortune for that. <laughs> I uh, So around, right around 4 o'clock, I was on StubHub, and I saw the $6 tickets. Yeah. And, I mean, there were actual seat seats. For yeah. like, I don't know, 45 bucks or 50 right. bucks. But then I'm like, yeah, you know. You got to drive up Exactly. Down the traffic. And yeah, I, you got to park. I, I gotta get, so I'm like, how, and I actually even searched how far of a walk it was from the parking lot to the, it, to the it's gate. It's a long walk. Right. I'm like, you know what? No, forget <laughs> it. I'm 56. I'm not, who's got that kind of time? So. Yeah, you were only 55 then. Well, that's true. That's true. Well, we should probably do some minutiae. Well, we got a great guest coming up. Oh, yes. Tell everybody. Uh, she Shed Cheryl. That's, That's right. not her real name. Her real name is Nicole Butler. Right. And she is the actress who played She Shed Cheryl. You've seen the commercial. Yes. You know, that's the commercial where they're in the backyard and the lightning is put the she shed on fire and she she shed cheryl yeah that's she's right. gonna she's gonna be and i know that. last week in the show we mentioned that the mind the gap lady she's next on week. today she'll she's, be in. she's next week we miss next week. but i do have some minutia lay it on me buddy uh i think that this story comes out of india and i believe the last story that we had was about a de- decapitation wasn't that the one that the camel ate the guy's head because the guy was taunting the camel yeah well this is another decapitation story. oh fantastic man chops off father's head to play PUBG in peace. Is PUBG, that, PUBG is a video game. Right. Oh, God. Furious over being stopped from playing PUBG, a 25-year-old man in Karnataka beheaded his father and chopped off his legs. A case was filed against... <laughs> Isn't it good enough to just cut off his head? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. At that Isn't point, that, it's like, come on, what's the... the, the you know, what, why piling legs? on. According to a News 18 report, Rajavir committed the heinous heinous act after knowing that his father had cut off their internet connection. Oh, we didn't mention that. (laughs) Exactly. The father also confiscated his phone. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. yeah. Now I'm on team uh, Rocka Johnny Hava, (laughs) right? Uh, If I ever did that to my kids, 
They'd do the same thing. That'd be the end of the... Yeah, Minutia Men would not be... Yeah, you know... There'd be no uh, other show. It it's actually does make me feel a little bit better that there's somebody worse than my kids yeah. when it comes to this. Um. So, okay, this is a funny little story. A oh, wacky, hilarious. A wacky hilarious. little decapitation. But I this prompted me to writing a quiz about video games. Okay. All right. So it really doesn't have any relation. Is to it a, is this an, a minutia men minutia quiz? Yeah. Why don't you fire up the oh, old okay. jingle Hang button? On one second. Time now for a minutia men minutia men minutia quiz. All right. So one, I'm going to give you four video games, synopsis of video games. And one of these are not real. Okay. Three of these are real. Okay. All right. Are these violent games? There? Um, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. All right. No, they're ridiculous. 1982, Beat 'em and Eat 'em. Okay. okay. Beat 'em and Eat 'em is a pornographic video game developed by Mystique for the Atari 2600 in 1982. Players control two nude women with the goal of catching semen from falling from a man masturbating on a rooftop. Fantastic. That game sold 80,000 copies. All right. Okay. Custer's Custer's Revenge. Custer's Revenge was released in 1982 where play where you play the role of General Custer who somehow escaped, you know, Battle of Little Bighorn. Oh, Don't know how he did that. Yeah. Having apparently resigned his commission, Custer now wanders the Great Plains naked. <laughs> you must guide Custer across a screen fraught with arrow fire. So he is able to rape a Native American tied to a pole on the other side. Okay. So one of these, at least one of these, is true. All All right. right. Mark is dead. All right. Uh, Released in 1997 and developed for the NES gaming system, game players take on the persona of Mark, a drug-addled teenager from the Bronx. (laughs) Players must take Mark on a journey to find medical medical care before he dies. Underwritten by Give Them Hope, a nonprofit drug prevention organization, the developers wanted to show teenagers the dangers of illicit drugs. Okay. Mark is dead. All right. Leisure Suit Larry, 1987. Based on an earlier text adventure titled Soft Porn Adventure, the Leisure Suit Larry games have a simple premise. Larry wants to have sex. Yeah. Larry is a middle-aged virgin with terrible taste in clothing and puns who explores a variety of settings <laughs> in attempt to seduce women. One of these is not true. Let's go over them again. Beat them okay. and eat them. All right. Custer's Revenge. Mark is dead and leisure suit Larry. So I think Mark is dead is real. Mark is dead is fake. Wow. <laughs> that is the one that I came up with. Mark is dead. Wow. So leisure suit Larry, Custer's Revenge, and Beat 'em and Eat 'em wow. are all real video That's a games. Dark mind that you have. Yeah. Mark is dead. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, well, wow. Right. That, that could that's a whole therapy session right there. <laughs> well, it was you know. Uh so there you go. I'm a Nusha Men quiz. Wow. Mark and you know what, Rick, that quiz? Dead. How much did that cost our uh, listeners? Not a penny. Nothing. You, do people? How do how do people even subscribe to this show? It's almost embarrassing how easy it is. How how do you do it? Uh, you go on. You can go first of all. You can go to the radiomisfits.com website where there's great shows other than ours, mm-hmm. um, and you'll hear promos of those throughout the show. Uh, you can go on Stitcher. Yeah. You can go on uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify. What else? Whatever, uh, wherever great Podbean. podcasts, wherever free great podcasts are found, and all you got to yeah. do is you got to press that little button and subscribe. F- subscribe, and every week you'll get a new um, 
A new episode. And in this week's episode, you're going to get a story about some guy uh, getting his head chopped off. Right, right. And I'm going to give you a little bonus right now. It's a story about a woman who cuts off her husband's (laughs) penis. Here we go. A North Carolina Uh, woman is in jail after severing her husband's penis, according to the Carteret County Sheriff's Office. Victoria Freybutt, real name, (laughs) 56. Hey, same age as you, Dave. (laughs) She was arrested Tuesday on a charge of malicious castration, as opposed to the, you know, yeah, like, right, the right, the happy castration. <laughs> exactly the. Eh, what do you want to do tonight, <laughs> castration? Deputies responded to her home in Newport, Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, law enforcement officers arrived just before four a.m. Nothing ever good happens at four a.m. Yeah. And Freybuck, <laughs> excuse me, I can't talk about uh, castration, castration without, without sneezing. Her 61-year-old husband uh, f- said that Freyba tied him up and pulled on a knife. Deputies, Wait a second. Let me write this down. This is a video game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. Deputies were able to recover the body part where it was immediately put on ice and transported to medical personnel. The condition of Freybutt's husband, who's not named, um, <laughs> I was taken to the is, is not available, but he was taken to the hospital. It's unknown. And she is being held on a hundred thousand dollar bond. Now, it's not a funny story. No, no, no. no. However, twenty some years ago, we had a story similar to this: the, the Bobbit, the, the whole Bobbit, the John Wayne. Bobbit I believe story. you were called a genius, weren't you? Yeah, no. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I was. Uh, Mike Royko, yeah. the uh, Pulitzer Prize winning <laughs> yeah. uh, journalist, heard my wacky bobbit song and told me that it was genius right. now i went up and looked up his limericks because he wrote some bobbit limericks mm-hmm. um and so he was kind of playing along you right. know he was in that uh you know we're all adolescents at heart dave yeah, absolutely and these i'm gonna read you some of the limericks that he wrote and these are roiko's limericks. these are roiko's okay. limericks okay. all right there once was a bobbit named john who thought he was quite the don juan his wife disagreed, so the next time he weed, John couldn't locate his wand. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Pulitzer Prize. Go. <laughs> Big John Bobbitt might have been hipper had he kept his hot hands from his zipper, but his, to his wifey's dismay, Big John leaped to the fray. The results would have pleased Jack the Ripper. <laughs> good. All right, I'll give you a couple more, and then I've got a new one for okay. Victoria Blazebutt or whatever her name is. A surgeon was filled with great tension. Trying to sew on a thing we can't mention. <laughs> he stitched and he sewed, used all the skills that he knowed, but the we think won't stand at attention. <laughs> that one's good. Uh, here, this is the best one, I think. There once was a man from Manassas. He was from Virginia. Manassas. Who was found of sleeping with lasses. His wife had enough, so she chopped off his stuff. Now let's see him try to make passes. Uh, that's right. good. That was a good. All right. This is my. This is my. This is the very okay. first one. If you, people want to send in their own limericks yeah. about Victoria Freybutt, maybe we can get another Pulitzer Prize. Okay. Although I don't think he won the Pulitzer for this, <laughs> but you know, here we go. Victoria Freybutt's the meanest. While her husband was watching their zenith, tied him to a chair, exposed you know where, and sliced off his whole goddamn penis. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. you know what the best part of it was the zenith. <laughs> you know how hard it is to rhyme penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Samsung. No, that doesn't work. Sony. No. Uh, Vo. Okay. Very. All right. We we need to take a break. Okay. Uh, but we'll be back uh, just after this. 
Podcasting from Chicago, an OPI production for the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Lasano and Friends. When the guests receive a questionnaire, there's a bunch of questions on there. One now has been added this season is... What pronoun would you like to be known as? Totally. I have like non-binary friends and I'll find myself saying the word man and I'm like, I'm not even using it as like a pronoun. Right. It's yeah. just a filler word. Right. And I know that it means so much more to them, so I'm trying to like force it out. Right. But it's so right. embedded. It's like a pronoun I've yeah. used yeah. since I was a yeah. kid. Yeah. And I still fall back on it just being like, oh hey man, what's going on? You know what I mean? To anybody. Yeah. Woman, man, yeah. trans, anybody. Yeah. And I always feel terrible yeah. about it no matter who I'm talking to because it's a stupid thing to say. It's like a crutch. I've been like the South thing and But I mean the South thing would be better because you can just say y'all and then you're done. <laughs> and that covers everybody. No, that's I just use y'all. Maybe the South is more progressive than we yeah. are and we need ways. to give them more sure. credit than they sure. get. Absolutely. Y'all is the best gender neutral pronoun. <laughs> it really is. It hits the singular, yep. it hits the plural, plural. Yep. it yeah. hits everybody. Yep. And it's got a little bit of character too because it's like, howdy y'all, how you doing? Yeah. It's bipartisan, we're yeah. across the yeah. aisle. We have solved sexism <laughs> in this it. country. Now racisms. Maybe not the word y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to tell a friend about Lasano and Friends, which is available online at radiomisfits.com. Follow Lasano Friends on Twitter. Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. You know, listening to that promo, yeah. you know, I was just in London. Yeah. On the bathrooms, there are, there's a little man icon. Yeah. There's a little female icon. And then there's like a third icon in there. Really? Yeah. And I didn't know if, I, I still didn't really quite understand, does that mean that I can go into this bathroom and someone else will go into the bathroom at the same time with me? That may be of a different I don't know. gender. I don't, I don't know. That's that's a mystery. So I just didn't go to the bathroom for nine days. <laughs> just went out in the streets <laughs> like they used to do in the good old jolly old England. Ah, all right. Well, we have uh, many more segments to cover before we're done. We've got the big interview coming up yeah. with She Shed Cheryl. Do we got any more promos? Uh, no, I think that's the last <laughs> promo. Right. But we do have uh, a jingle. Okay. Time now for a collection of Cub Geekness. This is Just One Bad Century. With Rick and Dave. And you know these are not technically jingles, because there's no singing. Jingles require singing. I've started using your term jingle just so we can have some shorthand, but really, it's audio clip. Okay, it's it's branding, right? Or yeah. Identity branding? But we're talking here about the Chicago Cubs. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you, Dave, but I wrote, I've written a book. And I don't know if I mentioned to you this... Uh, they're in a little bit of a dry spell. Yeah, I know. Uh, book sales really are dependent upon how good the Cubs are doing, and they're not doing that great. I've noticed that there definitely are ebbs and flows yeah. based on how the Cubs well, are doing. And you've, you also notice I just boosted a Facebook post, yeah. and we're getting like comments like, Cubs suck. Oh, you know, yeah. There's know. some mean people out there. Well, you know, the problem is the Cubs do suck right now, mm-hmm. but don't get me started. Um, <clears throat> as we speak right now, they're still within sniffing distance of the playoffs but whatever uh the point of every cub ever is to feature the entire history of the club so this year is just a blip we're going back to 1871 in that book small little sliver of of the gear and the big the big regret that i have having written that book is that i could not put audio in it because i have a treasure trove of audio cubs audio from my archives including this one this is a clip that i'd like to play for you this is Ron Santo, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and Harry Carey, Hall okay. of Famer, uh, discussing a very important subject matter. All right, here we go. 
The only, the only positive I can say is that I do have hair. It's more positive than I can say. I've got good it. hair. Yeah, I do. I put it on every day. I never knew that until recently. Is that right? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I gotta ask you, Ron. When you go to bed at night with your lovely wife, do you wear your toupee? <laughs> I wear a hat, Harry. I take that off and I put a hat on. Here's a fastball in there. <laughs> this is during the game. That's hilarious. I miss I miss, I miss those guys. Yeah. <clears throat> they made listening to the game fun. All right, it's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. This is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar, pulls out uh, the name of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story of having met that celebrity. And uh, we, Last week we yeah. pulled out Dennis Hopper. Okay. So you're doing Dennis Hopper. I'll this tell, week. All right, I'll tell the Dennis Hopper story. And then next week, you're going to do Walter Payton. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, they just had a big special yeah, about Walter yeah. Payton. I watched it. Um, all right, so here's my Dennis Hopper story. Now, this goes back to, I want to say, 1988. Okay. Um, Dennis Hopper just had a resurgence in his career. Um, Hoosiers came out. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was the drunk mm-hmm. uh, dad in Hoosiers. He was in Blue Velvet. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It was like the creepiest mm-hmm. performance ever. He was always had like uh, he was doing nitrous oxide mm-hmm. and stuff, and he was just the creepiest guy ever. And he was a huge star. I think he won an Oscar for that. Mm, maybe. <clears throat> anyway, booking him was very difficult. He came into town. So Stephen Gary is that? Is, <coughs> this is Stephen yes, Gary. Stephen okay. Gary. All right. um, getting him on the show was very difficult, and the, he was uh, being promoted by one of the top uh, PR firms. And the guy said to me, you know, look, look, I, we've got a very small window. Mm-hmm. We're going to be at Channel 5. Right. We're doing an uh, interview there. We've, you know, we've got two TV interviews. You're the only radio interview we're going to allow. But it's key. And we got, I'm not going to book this unless you promise me right now <laughs> that when it's time to go, it's time to go. Right. I don't care what's going on. We got to get out of there because, you know, TV is on a schedule. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Radio. Who even listens yeah. to radio, right? Right. And you got to be. We got to be at exactly. We got to be at Channel Five at exactly this time. Like, okay, no problem. We'll, yeah. we'll do that. And knowing that we wouldn't do that, but <laughs> right. you know, I figured once he's in there, yeah, what I, is he going to do? Yeah. But the problem is, you know, he goes into the studio. So, and the interview was great. Dennis Hopper told all kinds of, you know, classic stories. And he was super nice, little guy, but a super nice mm-hmm. guy. And Stephen Geary were riff, riffing with him. And you could tell that Dennis Hopper was having was, fun. Yeah, he was enjoying it. <laughs> right. And the, the, the PR guy is in with me. And he's sitting right next to me. And he goes, all right, we've got about two more minutes. Yeah. And uh, Dennis launches into a long story, <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, "All right, we got you yeah, know thirty minute, seconds." He goes, "All right, we got to cut it off now." Yeah. And I said, "Yeah, I can't do that." <laughs> what do you mean you can't do that? Right. I said, I, "What am I going to do? I uh, go in there and yank him out of there?" Steve, this is Stephen Gary's show. I'm just the producer. I yeah. got no control over it. I told Steve, I said, yeah, yeah. "Hey, we got to be out at uh, you know 55," yeah. and he's just not doing it. And he started screaming at me, just like <laughs> yelling at me. Meanwhile, I, 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 so I can't even tell you what happened in the second half of the interview because I missed 
most of it because of right. the yelling. And we finally got him out of there, and, and Dennis Hopper came into the uh, producer's booth, and the guy was just like had st- steam kind of out of his ears. And Dennis goes, hey, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, now we're late for Channel 5. And he goes, fuck Channel 5. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, those PR guys get so full of oh themselves, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's play. We're going to play the jingle here, for, or, which is not really a jingle, of the uh, – <laughs> Of our minutia minute, but then I've got. I'm going to play the commercial okay. for you. Let's see if I will play the jingle first. Here we go. Time now for the celebrity minutia minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity minutia minute with Rick and Dave. So the only way to do this correctly is to actually play the commercial. Okay. All right. So I'm going to play it right now. Well, it finally happened, Zachary. Somebody burned down my she shed. Nobody burned down your she shed, Cheryl. Well, my she shed's on fire. Your she shed was struck by lightning. Zachary, is my she shed covered by State Farm? Your she shed's covered, Cheryl. You hear that, Victor? I'm getting a new she she or she shed. She shear? Mm-hmm. That's wonderful news. <laughs> Home insurance trusted by more people than any other. State Farm. Okay, joining us on the phone. Her name is Nicole Butler, but we all know her as She Shed Cheryl, which is kind of a tongue twister if you try to say that too quickly. <laughs> You've seen the commercial, I'm sure, at the State Farm. We just played it. Cheryl's out in the backyard with her husband after her She Shed gets hit by lightning <laughs> and is on fire. And this thing has gone viral. The YouTube video, now it's a, it's a commercial. People go on YouTube to watch it, and it has over a million views on YouTube. Are you surprised at all by the popularity of this thing? I am very surprised (laughs) by the popularity. I thought it was funny when I first saw it, um, but I didn't know how funny. I I stream all of my TV uh, that I watch, and so I actually don't even see the commercial very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so people kept talking to me about it. I'm like, oh my goodness, everybody's talking about this thing. What's going on here? <laughs> well, it, did you did you even know what a she shed was? I, I, I and quite frankly, I'm a little. Uh, I don't think I like the concept of the she shed. To be honest with you, I'm going to go on record. But <laughs> of course not. Did, did you even know what a she shed was? Is this a is this something that I've been? Do you missing? have one? Do you have one of your own? <laughs> no, I do not have a she shed of my own. My own, I don't have. I don't have a space for it. Otherwise, well, my my whole uh, home is a she shed. Let's just <laughs> yeah, right, that exactly. Um, but no, I didn't know what it was. I got the the script before the audition, and I had to look it up. And I was really thankful for Pinterest because it showed me some cool examples of she sheds. And of course, Pinterest. Um, of course, yeah. where else, yeah. right? But, but right, right. But um, but now she shed has entered the the greater consciousness. You know, like that's part of the lexicon. Yeah, yeah. Lexicon. And again, let me go on yeah. record. I'm not a fan. Well, right. <laughs> the thing to me, the whole she You're shed. Not a fan. Of the she <laughs> no, shed. No, of no. the she shed. I love you. you. I just don't like the she shed. You're great. <laughs> right. No no boys allowed. Look, you had a man caves forever. Yes, but let me let me the, run this. Oh, yeah, hold on here. Second. Hold because, on. Here. Okay. Because you know okay. what we call the she shed at my house? The house. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. The whole house. <laughs> right. The whole house is the she shed. The man cave is it, it 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 erupted because we had we were pushed out to the garage, you know, like we had a little corner in the house. <laughs> now if you get the whole house and, and a she shed, shed, come on, that is that just seems that, a little greedy. <laughs> that, that, totally greedy. Well, well, 
Well, sometimes you need to go out into the backyard to another space and get get some peace and quiet. That's what that's. No, that's what we do. That is what we do. That is not what you do. That is what we do. You can do that in the living room. You can do that in the kitchen. You can do that in the dining room. As you can tell, this you've hit a nerve here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't uh, think about the the demographics of this conversation <laughs> when, when, I, when we discussed. Right it. Uh, of the million views on YouTube, yeah. nine hundred eighty six thousand are women going. See, honey, I should get another shed. Uh huh. Yeah, I get a lot of messages from women who um, who are. Uh, convincing trying to convince their husbands <laughs> they should have a she shed to well, buy them one or, or to build one you can make a little side business by being the advocate go to their house for you could you know okay, maybe she shed consultant yeah she shed consultant <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's and a then free have a idea bunch of angry husbands <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> off at me. <laughs> uh, you know i read I, I think i read somewhere an interview or something that there are talks to be tur- turning you and victor your husband in the She Should commercial into a series or a sitcom or something? Am I, did I dream this or is that, are there talks about this or did I hear this wrong? Uh, there, there are talks. Nothing has caught fire yet. Oh, so, no pun intended. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. Nothing but the She Shed. It's all about fire, fire with yet. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so there are, are talks, uh, but no, nothing's firm yet. But, well, uh, I, we're, I, we're I hope it happens because you know that. I th- first of all, you're great in this oh commercial. God. Just wonderful. it's it's oh, a, it's just you. a tremendous performance. But the husband is also great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the, and, and the uh, the interaction between you two is very believable. Right. I could see I could see making that into a series. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I don't think yeah. he would. I don't think he was really sincere about him liking you having another she <laughs> shed. Especially the she shear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> well, uh, what what gave you that impression <laughs> like the whole thing the way he's standing there holding the hose you yeah. know like it's, even, yeah. even the water um, dribbling out of the hose was yeah. saying basically yeah let's not have this happen how long did it take you to 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 shoot the commercial was this over a period of time i mean it i would imagine it's a pretty i mean the fire and everything i don't know how long did it take to produce it or to yeah well the the she shed was on fire uh we shot at the rose bowl um and the she shed was on fire when i arrived oh, they did oh. that separately oh okay. yeah because that would have been a, a safety issue um and then reggie well the actor i work with is reggie corelli really good actor um and we shot at a house in pasadena went to the backyard um we shot i want to say probably three three to four hours okay um yeah, and, and Craig Gillespie, uh, the director of I, Tanya. Um, oh, wow. I don't know if you remember that movie. Yeah, about yeah. Nancy Kerrigan, I Tanya. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he directed it, and once he knew he had what was in the script, he said he just let us play, and he uh. would throw out ideas and say, okay, do it this way. And then we just risked for a while, so we didn't know what the commercial was going to look like. Oh, wow, cool. Had you worked with yeah. Reggie before? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't even know him. Like I had seen him on TV here and there, but um, but I didn't know him. So we met right before we went into the audition room for the callback. It was like, "Hi, hi, I'm Nicole. I'm Reggie." And then we went in. Oh my god, that's that's. <laughs> you cool. are now my husband. <laughs> yeah, right. You guys should really get married. <laughs> that's yeah. That's kind of how it goes uh, with, with these auditions. And sometimes if they don't have enough men or enough women, you get multiples. Like you know, okay, 
that husband, bye, goodbye to that husband, and here comes <laughs> right. the next one. Just like real life. <laughs> yeah. Just like real life yeah. in L.A., right? Uh, right, right. It's Hollywood, man. That's you know, how it rolls. We're calling from Chicago. <laughs> You're from Chicago. Tell us about Chicago. Born what, and yeah, where, where, what, where'd you go to school? Uh, favorite pizza, everything. Uh, what, what, do, oh, or, oh, where'd you, when you come back lady. to Chicago, what, what do you miss the most and what do you want to go see? Okay. Um, so I, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Go, I, go White uh, Sox, Nicole. White Sox fan? Uh, yes, absolutely. There you yes. go. There you go. Dave's a big White Sox <laughs> fan. Rick is not, so <laughs> I'm, I'm yes, the other guy on the yes. other side. Oh, boo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh I went to Morgan Park High School. Okay. And um and oh, you asked me what what I want to see when I come back. Well, my most of my family is still there. Um my mom, my stepdad, uh Five of my women, how many? Four of my six sisters are still there. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And I get back, and Gino's East is my favorite okay. pizza. It is the, the, the best. That's yeah. very good. Um, you but you got. Got to go to the location on Superior. They have some other locations now, but no, it has to be the That's the original. original. Yep. You, uh, prob- yeah. you, probably, you probably don't miss the weather too much, I would imagine. I do not. I don't, and I and my family's frequently on my case because I don't go back after. Like, if I don't make it by Thanksgiving, then they're gonna see me till spring thaw. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, know what? I don't blame you at all. Mm-mm. So has this? Yeah, com- I, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I just I no, wanted I'm just to- gonna say after having to spend the night in um, O'Hare a couple times just because the plane couldn't get out. Oh, you know, yeah. it's during the winter time when I used to go in the winter spending the night and it's too far to drive back to my mom's place and then come back first thing in the morning. Yeah. I said, no, I, I'm not doing winter visits. Well, you, you, have, sucks. you have my cell number and we live very close to O'Hare. So the next, next time, time that happens, next time you can live in my she shed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't pretend you don't know who I am. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> well, let's, let me ask you this, Nicole, has, has this commercial changed your life? I mean, you've, do you feel like uh, things uh, are doors are opening up for you now? I do. I'm getting auditions um, with casting directors that I've never met before, um, and and I've been around a while, and I've seen just about everybody. But uh, I'm getting be- uh, better. I don't want to say better because I'll offend somebody, but you know, I'm getting yeah. different uh, different caliber of auditions now. Um, also, it's anonymity is is gone which yeah. is weird that's a it's a weird thing <laughs> you know um people recognize you other, yeah people recognize me people yell she shed at me <laughs> <laughs> i guess it could <laughs> like, be worse you know that's not my name i appreciate you but you know that's not my name <laughs> i get i get memes all day long just about every day um yeah it's really it's really wild and uh People ask me about money, which like oh, complete strangers will ask me about how much money I'm making. And you know, wow. like, no, I'm not rich. Like That's... I'm able to pay my bills now and I don't have to wait until the red bill comes in the mail, you know, <laughs> yeah. when it tells you we're about to shut it all off. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm not rich. But it, all of it, it's, it's, it's new. It's new. I'm trying. I'm learning to navigate new terrain now. So do you have anything lined up? What's, is, what is the next thing for you? Well, um, yeah. I am producing 
uh, a project that I created. It's a comedic series called Sister President, and I'm actually crowdfunding for it right now. There's nine days left. And um, I just decided to, to create, because I wasn't always getting the auditions that I wanted to, I decided to create something for myself and for talented friends of mine, put people to work behind the camera and pay everybody. Um, because I just, I feel like, you know, artists shouldn't always be working for free. Yeah, you know? no kidding. Um, yeah. So, so I'm, I've created that, um, at sisterpresident.com and, and I'm, and I'm auditioning. I've had some really good auditions lately and I'm hoping for, uh, favorable news. Well, well good luck. Great. Well, good right. luck to you. And, uh, you know, we, we hope you and Victor are going to be very happy. <laughs> you know, you know they, they always talk about the Hollywood elite and, you know, these people that are making uh, these huge amounts and living behind gold gold uh, fences. Um, but, you know, 99% of everybody who works in Hollywood is struggling. And when somebody makes it, it's a big deal, and we're happy for oh, you, especially a fellow Chicagoan like you. Yeah, yeah, hey. White Sox fan, and yeah. and next time you're back in yeah. town, we would love to. You know what? We'll even spring for your Gino's Eats, East Pizza. We How will. Yeah, That's we'll, a promise. Oh. Yeah. No dessert. Okay. No dessert and no drinks. <laughs> no but we'll get, we'll get you the there's, pizza. There's no room for dessert. After. <laughs> exactly. You can have water. That's right. it. Yeah, you can have water and two water. pieces, and none of this fancy five topping no stuff. <laughs> but, but thank you very much for Nicole for being on the show. We Good really luck to you it. and much health and thanks again. Thank you for having me. Okay. All right, bye bye. What a nice lady. Huh? I love it. I you love know? it. I I love it when you know, like you said, when somebody hits it right, yep. unexpected, and from Chicago, White Sox fan, the whole deal. Yeah, other than the White Sox fan part, yes, I agree with you one hundred percent. So. Uh, we need to thank people who have helped us put the show together. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H, shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla, the Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And if you'd like to know more about Rick and Dave... And who doesn't? We're all over the place. Oh, my God. We're going to be at an event this uh, Sunday, right? Yes, we will. We'll be out at the Brain Aneurysm Walk uh, with Janice Sutherland Madden, one of our authors. Um, Great cause. Glenn Ellen at the uh, College of DuPage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will also be at uh, at the Green White Socktoberfest. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> selling uh, copies of Every Cub Ever. Are you going to have that sausage? Yes, it's, we will. Have you made the sausage yet? Yeah, we're or? making it tonight. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes, 100 pounds of it. We're making it tonight. What is it going to be, Thuringer, or what is it? Uh, it's a Hungarian sausage. Oh, really? It's delicious. Oh, Come on out. Bring the girls. I mean, my, uh, the uh, they've got all sorts of games and stuff for kids. And it's Saturday? Saturday and Sunday. I'll be the Saturday Do and they Sunday. have an eye-rolling festival? <laughs> yeah, if their kids there, yeah, they've got an eye-rolling fest. I've got a, a, I created a name that tune bit okay. of German songs. Oh. Germ- That's Eichen und Schlaubenfarben. <laughs> no, German versions of popular songs. Oh, like, Unto my achy, breaky heart. Yes, exactly. my achy. Okay. Yes. Oh, I should have looked that one up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that one. Yeah. But anyway, so there are many ways to get a hold of us. And one way is uh, listen to this, because we will be back again next week with another episode of Minutia Man. Minutia Man.
The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I am Howard Sudbury, and you are Steve Vaskerville. And on the next Back to You, we're going to visit with Sophie Doyle, who is one of the top female jockeys in America. And Steve, I think that her conversation is fascinating about her home country and about race riding. Race rioting? Yes. <laughs> what does it sound like you said race rioting? No, they're doing Wait, What are you doing? Rioting. Good Lord. Did it sound like rioting? It sounded like race rioting. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember that part, did you? I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> On the next show, we're going to visit with Sophie Doyle, one of the top female jockeys in the country. She is fantastic. What an athlete. I have no idea what a jockey's routine is and what happens out there when it's... And you know what? She's also going to give us some insight on what it's like to have lunch with the Queen of England. Hmm. That's on the next Back to You with Stephen Howard. I'll be there. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. A Tony Lozano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. On the next edition of Nude Hippo, the podcast, I chat with... Larry Potash. I know him. He's with the WGN Morning News celebrating 25 years... Of mediocrity. (laughs) (laughs) That's the next time on Nude Hippo, the podcast. Nude Hippo, the podcast. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com.